selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrity Book Club. And that is why our campaign believes in healthy children on the streets. Thank you very much. Have a good day. I'll take questions from... Fox News. Kaylee, love what you're doing up here. Thank you so much. I want to thank Jesus Christ first and foremost. Continue. When will our beautiful, handsome president be out of the hospital and recovered from COVID-19? He has so much energy right now. Jesus Christ is actually in the room with him right now. So I do imagine that Jesus will be carrying him back to the White House during this hard time. Kaylee, Kaylee. Yes, you on the right. Uh, hi, yeah. Uh, Chris Carvabuto from Fox News Business Weekend Edition. Um, are you excited about the Milwaukee Bucks playoff game happening this Sunday in your backyard? Chris, I don't speak sports. But my husband, who's a Major League Baseball player and drives a black F-250 truck, once <laughs> took all the guns out of the house... While I collected the valuables to run away from rioters who had already targeted Champs, Boston Market, Domino's. <laughs> Just a quick follow-up question about that. Do you know the horsepower of the black Ford F-250 2014 edition uh, that you referenced? Just to follow up. Uh, I believe it is 250. Next question. Kaylee, uh, Kaylee, Kaylee uh, this is Lisa Bonatusu um, from the New York Post. Thank you for being so brave. Um, congratulations on your recovery. New York pizza. You say you hate it. Does Mr. Trump agree with you? After a round of orange sodas <laughs> and cookies for everyone on Air Force One, Mr. Trump has 
almost nothing to say about New York City. Period. Thank you for your candor. Kaylee, Kaylee, um, Car- uh, Carla. Right, Fox and Friends, go uh, ahead. <laughs> Carla. Um, hi, this is Carla Lisa Simpson Marie <laughs> Camden Mills of Fox News and Friends in the Morning. Do you have any makeup tips for young women who are looking to follow in the eyes of God and also in the eyes of Corinthians 3024, but also work in the political realm? As Booker T. Washington once said, do not let your husband paint your nails, even if He is a Major League Baseball pitcher. Thank you, Jesus. Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone, and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood. It's books. It's gossip. I'm shook. It's memoirs. It's martinis. It's Studio 54. It's Celebrity Book Club. Come read it while it's hot. Celebrity Book Club. Tell your secrets, we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. No boys are allowed. Celebrity Book Club. Club. Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo. Hey, hey best, best friend. friend. How are you on this beautiful, God-fearing Christian afternoon? Thank you so much, my brother in Christ, Stephen Phillips Horst. I woke up today and the sun shining down and I said, only one man yep. could make this day this beautiful. And his name is Jesus, Jesus Christ. H. Christ. Yeah. And if there were two men, it might be Donald Trump and Jesus H. Christ. But (laughs) for now, I think it's just Jesus. Just Jesus today. But we'll see what happens on Wednesday. Um, How are you feeling? I know that we've both been sick with a mysterious illness the past week. Yeah, I'm finally recovered. Um, We both really just came down. So to our listeners, do know that we are recovered. And the recovery is, of course, due to God God and Jesus. Um, but yeah, my our sicknesses really took us out last week. I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and finally God took that fever away from me. I had a fever, I fever of a hundred and one wow. for multiple 5. days. Yeah, which is insane. It was crazy, and you know, people talk about fever dreams, right? Okay. What were your fever dreams? The dream that I'm coming in and out of, sweating, 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 sweating at the air conditioner full bath, still at one o two is I'm lying on the beach and I'm wrapped in this sort of cocoon-like object that was not dissimilar from the weird cocoon-like object that I was wrapped in when I was operated on at age three when I split my chin open on the kitchen floor. I'm on the beach and someone keeps telling me, you're in the most beautiful place on earth. You're in the most beautiful place on earth. But it's going to cost you $50 to stay here. It was... Wow. Yeah. It was sad. That is sad. And watch out for beach grifters. And I'll tell you this. The beach was being very, like, kind of an overdeveloped beach. Like, a lot of high-rise hotels. It was, like, trash on the beach. That sounds like Jacob Reese this summer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess it's time to bring in our amazing guest today. Our incredible guest. (laughs) uh, Clearly a queer historian. (laughs) I can't believe we landed a deceased queer historian. Yeah. Singer. Actor, author, comedian, comedian, author, writer, homeowner, as you were saying. Homeowner. Small business. By yeah, Owner. homeowner by marriage, <laughs> which is the right way, am I right? Thank you. <laughs> um, southerner, Midwesterner. Chihuahua owner. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we're going to have to cancel the app. Uh, so sorry. You know, this is a cat pod. <laughs> a cat pod. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chihuahua <laughs> owner, Aaron Markey. Woo! Thanks. Thanks for having me here in this whisper room. Before we get into this amazing faith journey of a book, Stephen... What the freak are we going to be doing on June 24th? Uh, We are going to be having a live show. That's right. CBC Live at Music Hall of Williamsburg. Sorry, say what? Williamsburg? Yeah, that's right. The coolest neighborhood in all of New York City and one of the most iconic venues on Friday, June 24th. So please buy your tickets. It's going to be so effing fun. So fun. Grace Kulinschmidt is going to be there. You know her from Instagram. She's a hilarious comedian. We're going to be reading book, talking. Talking, drinking, laughing, loving. Characters (laughs) sing. <laughs> improv. Tons of improv. Yes, drinks. ending all the way to the bed for now. Also, here's what's going to be so fun about it. So it's at 8 p.m., which is an amazing time. Um, I would say you could, like, go early. Like, it's early enough now that you could make a reservation at a bomb-ass restaurant and, like, actually get a table. Yes, do, like, a 6. Do, like, a 6, six or 6.30. At, like, go to Rule of Thirds, this new Japanese place that I love in Williamsburg. Mm. And, it, and that's kind of izakaya. It's Japanese, but it's rustic, but it's steel and modern. Then, bam, 8 p.m., you're at our show. You're having teenies with us. Martinis. And then after that, yeah, because it is the beginning of Pride Weekend, you could go clubbing after the show. Boom. Head over to Metro with some friends or go to a real party, a rave. <laughs> <laughs> So the ticket link is in our bio. On Instagram, on Twitter. And I'll just say this, all of our other shows have sold out. So, you know, if yeah, you're thinking you want to go, I would say get on it. And don't be that person who's like, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, I totally to missed this. Oh, fuck, I really wanted to go. Buy the tickets buy now. Them. Buy them. Aaron, you wanted to read this book that we chose <laughs> for this week. Um, because you were I, dying to I read think this it's because it, it speaks to bullied. some of your experience that you've had growing up. None other than, um, we can say it together, for, for such, such a, a time, time as this, my faith journey through the White House and beyond, beyond by Kaylee McKinney. It's McEnany. It's McEnany. I looked up the pronunciation before I got Oh, okay, student over here. McEnany. I always thought it was McEnany. Yeah, I was like, McKinney, McEnany. Exactly. That was the question coming in. I was like, I'm going to look like the biggest celebrity book club unless I know how to say Kaylee McEnany correctly. Kaylee McEnany. And it's Kaylee, of course, spelled... K-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H. Mm-hmm. Erin, now, did you grow up on a faith journey? Uh, in the yeah. Christian faith? I mean, not... I, I chose it for myself in okay. high school. Wow. Wait, oh, really? Okay, so I had this mm-hmm. all wrong. I think yeah. I thought maybe oh. you kind of grew up in the church. Well, I was raised Catholic, and to Christians, that does not count. You could say I'm sort of the inverse of Kaylee McEnany, because she grew up Christian and then went to a Catholic... Yeah, All-girls Catholic high school, which right. I think... She mentions is why she had mismatching socks. So, yes, and, and why she smelled. never showered. Yeah, and okay, I never like thought of Catholic girls as like. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> even. I just wrote what next to that paragraph. Well, I was like, okay, rock on, my fellow sister of Bushwick, because I'm such a like anti deodorant brigade. Because she seems so like secret deodorant to me. Where like she wakes up and she. Baby powder. Yeah, lathers on her secret deodorant. Oh, yeah. She seems like encased in baby powder for mm-hmm. sure. 
and like is such an ad about deodorant where like a woman takes off her dress and there's like white on it and she's like oh not again obviously trump is just being like she is a hot little ticket oh yeah finally we got uh, no. something nice to look at around here yeah he was gl- <laughs> he was glad sarah huckabee sanders was long right. gone because <laughs> there was her there was sean spicer also known to looker everyone before kaylee was like not yeah, the hottie that she homely is. secretaries homely secretaries <laughs> so the, the secretary of homely security <laughs> Because she was, like, already in this point where she was, like, going on Fox News and doing hits on CNN, like, post having gone to, like, Oxford or ever. As, like, a 22-year-old. As, like, a 22-year-old just, like, (laughs) hot. Well, that's the thing about to be a Republican commentator. It's, like, you can just be, like, a hot blonde chick. Yeah. And you don't need to be so, like, I'm such a PhD who's written, like, an Atlantic book. Yeah, if you've gone through the Oxford tutorials right. and you've been challenged oh, by yeah. people the who believe oh, in and... the rights of Palestinian people, you belong on Fox. Which, Kaylee, you know, she does not believe in those rights. However, she was challenged to debate. Yes. And yes. she thinks it's actually very important to speak with people who don't hold your views. And However, she is a staunch meant- supporter of Israel, conservatism, Jesus, and, and, faith. and, and <laughs> yeah. unwavering in her views, although she's open to listening. She mentioned that like 800 <laughs> times. Absolutely open to debate. I won't be changing my mind. At all? <laughs> At all, ever. <laughs> the part where she was like, growing up, my dad always used the word worldview. Yes! <laughs> and you're just like, that's not really your dad's phrase. <laughs> and she also that's, is a that's classic. That's just a word. Daddy's girl. Her dad was a football player, and then he started a roofing company. And he instilled some amazing values. He he had a roofing company. Yeah, yeah. most normal Republican dad job. Yeah, I remember him being a coach. Well, I think you can and also you don't get paid. You for can, that. yeah. That's yeah. just out of faith and sure, care sure. for community. That's called a faith walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you chose the path of God, yeah, was it some sort of divine intervention? Were you just like, oh, like the sun is shining down on me? God has opened a door. No, I no. will walk through this door, and with Him, I shall walk to greener pastures. No, these two girls that lived in my neighborhood who were sisters, came to my door right after we moved to Georgia and asked me if I wanted to be friends. And they went to a church like that. And I was like, cool, I'm sold on Jesus. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Cool friends. Jesus, yes, please. And also you were thinking maybe like, hello, like threesome with twins. Uh, Sisters. (laughs) Sisters, dude. I hope they have a stepbrother. <laughs> I think that's all our fantasies, all right? <laughs> but they also, we took a class together. Not The younger sister was a little crazier, so she didn't take this class. We always yeah. are. <laughs> but we took a class together called Dating by the Book. By Meaning the Bible. The wow. It was a discipleship class where you would <laughs> <laughs> you would have to have a chaperone with you if you went on a date, oh. which my instructor Cheryl, in <laughs> retrospect, <laughs> like is obviously like a full les. Yeah. Yeah. And she would like pick me up. Like at hey, my get house in. all the time. <laughs> yeah, but she was like pretty femless. Oh, so, okay. Like, you Hot. wouldn't suspect uh, anything. Nothing. Or and then she what was. What kind just of car did she have? 
I don't speak car. <laughs> a Ford F-250. Black leather suede interior. The wheels were 125 over 45. <laughs> the, the detail that she chooses... <laughs> to pull out on this book like so the book opens with her with like BLM has just started there's riots breaking out over the country St. John's Church has burned St. John's Church has burned A there are church. there are threats against her home in Tampa in Tampa and so she's just like she's like <laughs> I awoke to a text from the Tampa Police Department, and my <laughs> husband and I piled into our black Ford F-250. Wait, it was a we text were, from the Tampa Police Department? It was a text from the Tampa <laughs> to Police Department, because she's friends with the detective. Then she's like, we made our way to a dimly lit steakhouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. She goes, so, and as I was trying to enjoy my potatoes au oh, gratin. Yes, my, my, my deliciously cheesy potatoes au gratin. Rioters and looters were threatening my Tampa mansion. As well as an AT&T store. <laughs> Champs. Uh, wait, I actually have the full list. Please do read. Oh, and I would say chapter one does begin with a quote by Dr. King. Well, So every chapter begins with a quote. Like chapter two, this is the part where she uses the worldview. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, and that was the chapter about how she got challenged yes. by other people at Oxford that did not share her same views. It was uh, growing up. My dad always used the term worldview. He said that everyone had one, whether they knew it or not. Like <laughs> your dad said that. Okay, yeah, cool. he oh. Also, in describing her childhood, <laughs> when she's like, it was an amazing childhood, and then her explanation for why she knows trauma is because one girl in her town had cancer. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, oh, and wait. Then, there's a detail in that paragraph that where she says that the whole town was dancing to the Macarena. Yeah. Oh, right. No, and the cancer girl loves <laughs> the Macarena. <laughs> She got to live out her one final wish. And she's like, and I know now she is happier in heaven. So, yeah, and then. And, <laughs> and I aspire to get there. It was, um, and then she went to be with Jesus. Yeah, not a problem. She had dancer, <laughs> danced the Macarena, and went to be with Jesus. And she's that's, with Mima she's in heaven. With Mima and what's the, and Poppy. Right, which right. you would only know if you read the acknowledgement. Which I did. <laughs> <laughs> I read a little bit. The best part of the acknowledgments was the order of like oh, yeah. ascending like... greatness. Right. Yes. It ends with obviously Trump, Trump and then God. Yeah. It goes Pence, Trump, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, I mean, it is very kind of the more like ancient, like um, monarchy like system of, you right. know, of like, of, of, like medieval king. France where you're just like, the king is like one step between God and then like nobility. You mean the leader of the free world? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's this very Jessica Simpson, like Christian girl level of detail where she's always describing the side of a door that she went through. Yes. Yeah. The, and the baby's crystal chandelier. Oh, oh yeah. Let's that's get insane. that. Well, and even that she said in Alto on the first page, she said she was sad because her baby was going to miss her 32nd. Yeah. Which is really sucks yeah. for baby Blake. Because it's the year before the Jesus year. Oh, wow. Here I am not knowing my scripture. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I just read this part about where she's talking about getting onto Air Force One? Please. 
In the White House, my Air Force One trips would become routine. That being said, they never lost their majesty. Each trip with the president seemed to bring a new and exciting experience, like the first time I rode in an MV-22 Osprey. An Osprey is a military aircraft with two rotors, propeller-like <laughs> spinning blades on either side. At night, these rotors light up green, sending a bright neon green circle into the darkness. I would load onto the Osprey via a loading <laughs> ramp. The red and yellow carpeted ramp reads HMX-1, standing for Marine Helicopter Squadron 1, the squadron that also flew Marine 1. I learned quickly that I had to be careful to hold down my dress upon boarding. <laughs> Hello. I found myself, when I read that, I was like... She should wear pants. Like, I was just trying <laughs> to, like, solve her problem. Yeah, you're like, you're like yeah. well, gosh darn it. Uh, that calls for a pencil skirt. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, sorry. So, and what color was the carpeting on the ramp? Oh, great. You're going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you soon you realize, you're like, when you she has the part about the car, you're like, oh, so we're really going into every single well, it's very that yeah. you know the editor's just like make it rich with let's like, yeah. let's try and like people want to know they want to picture this of the president yeah i want to like bring this to life with vivid color and detail and she's like well well the I'll ramp was you. yellow and they're like that's great kaylee more colors yeah <laughs> more proper <laughs> now what color was the light on the propeller <laughs> <laughs> So also, I love how she doesn't even really get into like how she met her husband till the end of the book, and they skip every juicy detail. Exactly, yeah. no first kiss. Well, okay, yeah. You, you know what's funny though? They met the same way that Meghan McCain met her husband. She Kaylee as on a Twitter? woman on Twitter, yeah, and, and like literally, the woman DM'd the man on Twitter. Huh? Yeah. No. Girls can do everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, equality. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. And she DM'd him and was like, huh, good to see, like, a man who believes in, like, good Christian values. No, because he was, like, based in New York playing for the Mets, and she was based in New York being just, like, a fox hoe. Right. And... Uh, he she... was wearing camouflage in oh, his wearing... picture. Yes. Right. And she was just like, finally, a guy who likes hunting, but is based in New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it sounds like, I guess, maybe they hooked up after going to Southern Hospitality, a local New York Southern restaurant, maybe? I know. I was like, should I go to Southern Hospitality? <laughs> I tried that Date restaurant. <laughs> And then she would sit alone in the family box and watch him play for those Mets. And it sounds like later when she's working for Trump, he's really like not getting much action on the field. On the mound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which Trump is always like, seems to be like roasting oh her husband God. so much. That section was crazy where he was like... Trump was talking to her about her how her husband just lost the World Series. <laughs> yes, this is what it was. He was like, you're not at your husband's game right now, but you're at a Trump rally. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. the World Series, that's pretty important. Yeah, but uh, and you, you chose a Trump rally. And she's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Anything for you, President. President Daddy, Daddy Trump. <laughs> And then there's the part later where he's, like, playing footage of her, like, press conference, like, at the rally and being, like, oh, yeah. And, yeah. but, like, but she's got this great husband and, like, he lost the World I Series. Know, yeah. But, like, she's such a good gal and, like, look at her and look at that dress and she's so smart and come on, like, give it up for Kaylee and, like... 
Oh, wait. And then he says that insane thing where I think it's him calling the crowd fat. Did you pick up on yeah, that? Oh, one? yeah. He's yes. like, you he gotta like, be in shape to, to be a major league baseball player. It's not like you and the points. Yeah, to it's not someone. like these guys. <laughs> like, yeah, pointing to the crowd of like fat Floridians. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like baseball is kind of the one sport where you like. You can be fat. You can <laughs> <Yeah>. be fat. Because <laughs> yeah. you only have to run for about 10 feet. <laughs> Roger Clemens and Mo Vaughn. And, yeah, you know, no, they're husky wow. men. Husky I men. love that you guys know what these guys look like. We're from Boston, Boston okay? <laughs> Boston strong. It's you so go to the shops, you watch the games, and you look up guys, you say, that could be me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Men with real stomachs. Yeah, they're always like eating like a bacon, egg, and cheese like on the field. Wait, can we talk about the paragraph where she tries softball? Weekdays in my small town centered around the Little League field. In the fall, my brother and his teammates would burst through a paper sign spanned across the goalpost, ready to take the field for the Plant City Dolphins. <laughs> Clad in my teal and orange, I was proud to be a cheerleader shouting from the sidelines. In the spring, my brother played baseball, and I tried one bout at softball. <laughs> one problem, though. Instead of hitting the ball... <laughs> The ball hit me. I struck out the season, but after one year, I proudly transitioned from the mound to the concession stand, where I was pleased to be making $5 an hour. Just like, I took my rightful place as, like, a fun, like, Kelly girl, like, right, selling, like selling hot dogs. Like, I left kind of the creepy lesbians and was like, yeah, I'm going to be selling, like, hot dogs for guys. Actually. And profit off of it. Yeah. Why would I work at playing softball When I could be making money, money yeah. in our country, <laughs> our Boom. free country. Celebrity Book Club. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk.
the book sort of ends like the election is happening, the 2020 election. And she kind of just like doesn't really mention um, how the election turns out. <laughs> does does yeah. not does I not know. mention like January sixth. January sixth, and then it's just like, and then I had preventative mastectomy surgery, and I love God. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like, wait, so babe, what happened? And I was kind of looking up because I was like, because I feel like there's two ways that ex-Trump people write books. Yeah, either you leave the White House and you write this whole memoir where you're like. It was it was crazy. He's awful. Like yeah. everyone in there is like lying and I renounce my time there and I renounce my years with the Trump administration and you know what what a besmirch of our democracy or you leave the White House and you're just like I love Trump and I would gladly work for him or someone else that he approves of in the future because that's the future of the Republican Party. And that is why I've written this book. And that's why I've written this book and obviously She's choosing that route. Yeah. So she's just not going to mention the whole election thing. Oh, yeah. Because she can't. She, she can't. wants to hold office. She wants to hold office and either work for Trump if he becomes president or work for some other like One person. One of the other that, amazing men that th- she Like mentions. some DeSantis that like, you know, Trump endorses or something. Because clearly, obviously, she like, because I was looking up and there was like the text that she had to be subpoenaed for or something with between her and Hannity, where Hannity, like on, <laughs> oh, yeah. on January 6th, where him being like, we gotta get the president to like stop listening to crazy people. And she says something like, yes, like 100%, like we need to remove like the psychos around him because he just keeps saying like, I won the election, I won the election. Yeah. And like, so clearly, like, she does think that like, He's, yeah. off, he's off the rails, but she has to just be like, and my faith journey concluded on October <laughs> yeah. 29th. After a debate that Trump won, and we actually don't know how the election <laughs> ended. <laughs> I thought well. that he did a pretty good job at the first debate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, what, like, that was all it was. And she was just like, Chris Christie said he did a bad job, but that was just what Chris Christie said. And that's weird, because Chris Christie trained him. <laughs> and then she was oh, like, and she was like, and I sorry, sorry, I wasn't actually at debate prep, even though I should have been, because again, I went to Oxford. Anyway, <laughs> um, I had the BRCA gene. I have to go. <laughs> and she was like, because her whole thing is being offense only. And she was like, and Christy said, Trump, too hot, too hot, tone it down. And I say, no, no, no. The way President Trump is debating is amazing. And I will dance the YMCA with him. I- <laughs> That whole section about how she was just like she <laughs> said that she cupped her hand, like she described She's... the shape of her hand yeah. while she was doing the formations of the letters <laughs> Y M C N A. And also, she made sure that we know that Trump is kind of a DJ because she's like. Uh, Trump, ever the curator of the rally <laughs> playlist, you know, and some said, oh, but Kaylee, you're the press secretary. And she said, yeah, I'm also a fun loving person. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. OK, I can I can dance the YMCA. She gets also her she gets top surgery before. I know. It's like I never even had surgery. There was no difference. Wakes up the night before her surgery when she's. She's like, and I was showering and massaging my breasts. I know. (laughs) Wait, read it. The next morning, I took a shower and tried to take in the feeling of the hot water (laughs) pouring over my breasts. 
I mean, <laughs> honestly, like if you weren't gonna have any feeling in your boobs anymore, like I take... would definitely want to feel hot water on my wait. Tits. Yeah, Lily like... was like the final shower before your top surgery. What did you just? Oh yeah. Yeah, was I? Probably. I probably was like, yeah, the yeah final yeah. water <laughs> like, pouring down. Take this <laughs> take in, Take hun. this in, my <laughs> soft tit covered in hot water. But then it was very similar, you know? I had a little sweatsuit picked out like she did. And then I just want to skip ahead to this part. To the, the socks. Then I put on my gray socks dotted with bright yellow lemons. The lemon socks reminding me of a television series I, was, series I was watching called This Is Us. In one scene, a new father had just lost one of his triplets at birth, and an older doctor with a soothing voice offered him this wisdom. I'd like to think that one day you'll be an old man like me talking to a young man's ear off, explaining to him how you took the sourest lemon that life has to offer and turned it into something resembling lemonade. Wow. She's talking about Donald Trump, like, dancing to YMCA, the careful curator. (laughs) After watching the president dance on stage, I thought at one September rally, how can we not be dancing to the YMCA, too? Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to go for it. I said to myself, stretching my hands up to form a Y, cupping them in the air for the M, over to the left for the C, and then coming to a point back up top for the A. And I'm just sort of just like, wait, wait, wait so can you run that by me one more time? Why? And it makes me think, I haven't done the YMCA, honestly, in ages. Not enough time. I haven't done the Maracarena since I had childhood cancer. <laughs> and, and, the, and the whole town came out to support oh. me. <laughs> really just there's so much like fun christian stuff in this book I like know. when she gets when um stephen miller gets into that fun debate <gasps> with her about oh, whether there's shrimp in the bible <laughs> and so we just started laughing and reading leviticus on air force <laughs> one <laughs> and she was like i don't think so he's actually just talking about creepy crawlies on the bottom of the ocean and doesn't say the word shrimp <laughs> directly ever stephen <laughs> And so he laughed. And then I said, okay, I may be gullible, but I'm not that gullible. (laughs) Right, Jesus? (laughs) And she was like, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders would say this Jesus devotional to herself, like, before every press conference. And so I began using the same devotional as a way to guide my spirits and open doors. And one of her original um, things where Jesus really calls to her is um, she buys a bookmark on the beach that has footprints on it as a teen. Oh, because there's a famous passage that's like, and I walked next to him. I mean, I lived by a footprint. I had a a footprints postcard featured in my bedroom always. Did it have the quote like, and I walked next to him or whatever? I could not. I was like, there's no better way to end a book. Than with footprints. footprints. Yeah. So is that how you would end your memoir? I have to. Now. <laughs> yeah, now if you I'm do. not going to be charged with plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kaylee would welcome that. Also, like when her and Trump go to like the like a Vegas Hillsong church, and she's always like knowing so much other Christian rock, and she's like, <gasps> so they started singing like in his time he pressed one, and I listened to that song. All the time at home. 
And she would always give a summary of the lyrics she was referencing instead of just directly quoting the lyrics at the (laughs) International Church of Las Vegas. But the one that she was like really just like bowled over by was a song called New Wine. (laughs) New Wine, which was about how Jesus, how hard it was for them to crush and crush grapes. Yeah. And like shout out to winemakers. Okay, this is New Wine. New Wine. Kaylee's favorite song. It's beautiful. That Christian chord progression. In the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. Oh, Alison Krauss. <laughs> it is kind of Alice. Yeah. It's really like Kaylee subtly Kaylee emotional. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was really beautiful. Um, no, I mean, she's making new wine every day with her press briefings. This other part, when she talked about, like, when she was first walking to work at the White House, and she was like, I'm listening to Christian music on my headphones. <laughs> yeah. She's just on her AirPods, like, listening. Unfortunately, I'm in heels, and it's raining, and my <laughs> and my black long sleeve dress with gold buttons and red piping that framed my body is getting wet under the umbrella. And I'm thinking, what a horrible way to start my first day at the White House. And I have to go around to the side entrance to show my press pass, even though I'd been to the White House before. And then, like, finally, once she describes every single hallway that she goes through to (laughs) to get to, like, the lower colonnade, she's like, and then I was desperately hoping I wouldn't have to present my huge binder <laughs> but then I did and, and it went perfectly because, because her Jesus. binder is so organized so she has this binder with clippings articles defenses talking points yeah and she really she spent a whole chapter being like Trump did not call veterans losers and <laughs> that, that is in my binder and she's like and he was actually he never got upset about anything but he actually did get upset about that yeah, one that was the one thing he yeah. was like yeah. if I I honor anybody. It's about the most sacred heart. Yeah. Because I always thought that was such a funny quote when that came yeah, out from Trump. Yeah, iconic quote. Like, Sorry if you died in war, you're a loser. <laughs> it seemed very on brand. I know. Yeah. It would seem very on brand. I was like, okay, go off, bitch. Like, she really drove that point home. I was yeah. like, I don't know, Kaylee. I mean, I'm sure your binder is really well researched. No, and I totally was with her when she was just like, I mean, obviously, the press are monsters, and, like, they were being so, I feel like they were being so sexist to her, just being like, wow, Kaylee has a binder, and she's just like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called being prepared, Thank excuse you. me, sorry, have a binder with counter-arguments. It's called going to Oxford, Yeah, uh, transferring from University of Miami to Harvard. Can we talk about the moment where she completely ignores the election fraud stuff at the end and she talks about the Marine Band playing Let It Go from Frozen (laughs) as she was spending her last night at the White House? That amazing dance. And she's like, and she just gone to like Maine or something. And we just met all these fishermen and, you know, Trump and Trump said to them, look, let them fish in conservation areas. Okay, they just want to do their job. Then she followed that quote up with the simple sentence, 
He cared. <laughs> he cared. He cared. He cared about fishing permits. Yeah. And she ran home to baby Blake and they just danced the night away. I'm sure she was wearing a amazing black bodycon dress with a slit up the side the and baby? heels. No, baby. No, she tried in a couple of outfits for baby Blake. Yeah, and the she Halloween was, costumes. Yeah. That was a good scene. <laughs> she was just in, <laughs> uh, yeah, just in that DC apartment throwing baby Blake into some different little costumes there. She and... had like six minutes and she was like, just put Snow White on baby Blake. Put <laughs> yeah. a princess fairy on baby Blake because she had to go to three Trump rallies in three different states before rolling on back to the Halloween Ball. mommy baby yeah, parade. Mommy baby parade. <laughs> Oh, wait, also when like the classic the Rose Garden Amy Coney Barrett I'm like, Amy Coney Barrett and she's like and the devil will prevail and some do think that yes we all got the novel coronavirus <laughs> from that event but we'll never know yeah. <laughs> and then she was just being like and yes the American people are warriors for their valiant fight against this disease I knew that I would be fine, but I was worried about my Uber driver, so I did not take a car during my incubation. I walked in the pouring pouring rain rain in my Ted Baker blue shift dress with gold buttons. There's a lot of passages that we're just like, what's the point of this? And you're like, oh, I guess this is just to like make Trump look good. She's doing counter argument stuff. It's basically counter. Yeah, she's got her binder. So I feel like this is from the binder. When we boarded Air Force One, the staff talked about what a raving success the event was. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Everyone was... <laughs> you get on. Wow, was that a success? What an amazing event, everyone. <laughs> yeah. As the AF1 crew served us delicious pasta with a seasonal pumpkin sauce, <laughs> yes. Dave Bossy, a close campaign aide to the president, worked feverishly to try to rework the president's schedule for the final day of the campaign trail. A little way into the trip, President Trump came and sat with us in the conference room. Someone had thought to pick up pumpkin donuts during our time at the (laughs) orchard. A great move. We reflected on the event with the president and enjoyed our pumpkin donuts. (laughs) You have this like plain pumpkin pasta on this flight back from the fish, the main fisherman. Then Trump is like coming with this like box of like orchard pumpkin donuts. And they're all just so full of pumpkin, like reading Leviticus. And then she goes into the like to the fisherman anecdote where she's just like he cared about the fisherman. But it's kind of stuffing pumpkin donuts. Yeah. Like a reverse Cinderella story. You know, like instead of being inside of a pumpkin, the pumpkin is inside of you. Inside of Air Force One. Going to the ball. (laughs) Celebrity Book Club. This week on the VIP Lounge, we are getting Lucy Goosey. Yeah, loose is the word with we're, Aaron Markey. With Aaron Markey. We're talking fingering. We're talking... Hot chocolate. Uh, <laughs> we're talking bathtubs of hot chocolate. We're talking saying no to uh, hosting an orgy. We're talking silly voices. It's PG, yet it's X-rated at the same time. Uh, and here's a little taste. Okay, can I give you five animals and you do impressions of them? Yeah. Okay, Pigeon. <laughs> Segment 3412. What does she wear? What doth she wear? What doth she... She eat. How doth doth she she live? live? Okay, what does she wear? What does she wear? I mean, 
gorgeous body con. Body con. It's like Ted Baker. What are some of her other favorite but brands? But not like Herve Leger, not something, not a bandage dress, not too slutty. It's like Fran Drescher 2020. Oh, like what Fran Drescher would oh, wear in yeah, 2020? Yeah, because it's yeah. like these like tight business dresses. Yes, okay. Yeah, the, bus- I see that. the business side, but none of the funkery. Yeah, it's sorry, like- not Fran Drescher, um, president of SAG. SAG. <laughs> <laughs> but Fran Drescher, star of The Nanny <laughs> right. 2020. And I feel like she's going to some like amazing Tampa her boutiques. S- her style is very Lori Grenier of Shark Tank, and like they'll okay. be like she'll do like you know like shoulder cutouts sometimes, back like, cut. But it's also like this like thick kind of polyester. It's like it's very it's like Berlin well, Co Factory in this way. It's very TV ready. It's very like you want to wear one solid color that's going to pop on screen, but yeah. not be too busy. It's like the upscale version of the Bible verse on the bottom of the Forever Twenty One bag. Yeah, yes. I mean that's kind of her whole personality yeah. is the bottom of Forever Twenty One, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And I feel like she's wearing stilettos, you know, most always. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like a girl who's I would say always a three and a half inch. Oh, yeah. No, we're not going higher than three and a half. No, I mean, she still has to make it away across she's the lawn. In the pouring rain. In that rain. DC heat or that rain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back to just casual when her and her husband, Sean, are maybe taking baby Blake for a walk around the Tampa River Seaside, Bayside. I'm seeing, yeah, maybe some tight jeans, like a Mm -hmm. soft V-neck white top that may have a tiny little pocket. Do you think she's wearing stuff that says like Like faith, faith, freedom, family, and flag? Or no, I don't think she wears t-shirts with text on them or anything like that. Her husband does. Yes, Yes. he's in a like maybe these colors don't run camo. Yeah. And but she doesn't need to wear her faith no, on her she's sleeve. She's professional. No. Yeah. She's a professional woman and he can be like her sexy major league player who supports his working wife. What does she eat? What does she eat? Well, she loves her some Italian food. And Domino's. Oh, Domino's. And Domino's. No, New York, City, no New York pizza. City pizza. When she, so she, there's this scene where she tweets at Domino's in 2012 just being like, I love your pizza. And then they like, she's like, oh no, she's like, Domino's is better than any New York slice. And then Domino's tweets back being like, thank you so much for your support. And then, like, 10 years later, they like, dig it up. some, like, total liberal is, like, canceled Domino's for tweeting at Kaylee in 2012. <laughs> and she's just like, well, this is insane. She's like, and this is cancel culture And for this you. is cancel culture for you. We were having fun talking about pizza. Sorry. And she's like, and then someone sent a Domino's pizza to my house. But it sounds like she saw on her, like, ring Nasty. camera she on her yes open that someone up. delivered a pizza. But she's like, of course we were not there. and We did not answer the door or open the door for strangers <laughs> yeah. with pizzas because that's a security threat. I did get concerned that it was poison pizza. <laughs> no, we were all, you were gripping. You were scared for her. And then another moment, I feel like it is another amazing plain talk with Stephen Miller. She's like, so we just started gabbing about our favorite non-New York pizza brands. I, pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesars, Papa John's, <laughs> Go. <laughs> that was just another read. It's like every time she talks about pizza, it's like this thinly veiled, pizza I hate gay. New York yeah. City. Yeah. Like, situation. Oh, with your big independent slices. <laughs> Thin crust, <laughs> eye roll. <laughs> Dominoes for me, please. Okay. So her how- order of Filomena's, just by the way, is penne a la vodka. Right. Yeah, she, I mean, she's, she's not like adventurous she's not as an eater. No, but I'm saying that's a creamy 
She's got a small waist. It's a, it's a creamy sauce. I know. I think she's like, it's a lot of lip service to like pasta and not a lot of action on mm. pasta. I think yeah. when she goes out to Filomena's, she's getting the penny la vodka and then for the rest of the week. I think it's just portion control, guys. I just yeah, don't, I don't right, think she's, right. she's not asking for seconds. She's not loading up on garlic <laughs> and bread. And she's taking like, a lot of phone calls all the time. Yeah, that's true. And she's yeah. constantly on the move, you know? She's this walking is, in heels. Right. Mm-hmm. She's literally walking in the in pouring heels. rain. <laughs> I mean, just the amount of steps from the old executive building parking lot to the West Wing East entrance, mm-hmm. that's like almost 1.2 miles. That's right? Football field. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's getting a lot of those cows out and walking. Um, how does she live? You know, my biggest question is how much Christian paraphernalia is there in the home? Like crosses and faith signs and God loves his kitchen. I think above their bed is some sort of Christian themed painting above her and Sean's Oh, like a Thomas Kincaid. Yeah, I mean, and maybe it is Mm. just a landscape, but I'm sure it references Jesus in some way. I think she has, yeah, some wooden angels around, but I also feel like it's since, you know, Sean, he's on the Tampa Ray lightning rods or whatever, and then he might get trade to, you know, the angels. I feel like it's a little unpacked. So they're like, they're uh-huh. ready to roll at any second. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, you know, it's your yeah. classic, it's carpeted, it's a big couch, but, and of course, some, you know, some family photos, but not much. Curious about her Zoom room. I guess she wasn't really Zooming during the pandemic because she, she was in the White House. She well, was just well they, I mean, they were working remote when the pandemic started. As she says in this book, we all had to start working remote. Right. But I think that she was then then she was at her apartment in D.C., which she does mention at some point when she gets COVID. She was like, I want to keep the windows open. It turns out her windows only oh, open yeah. four, four inches. inches. Been there. So, <laughs> yeah, that was so just a, you're me, that in was a trapped like, Marriott. Yeah. yeah. But I think that but that was her apartment. So I think that means her apartment is like a condo. I think her Zoom room is very like there is a. There's a bookcase, like a cheap bookcase, and there's like one fake plant, one geodesic dome, like one cross, one mm-hmm. framed photo of her and the president, like six copies of like Tim Tebow's book or something. Oh, and yeah. like, yeah, just some more like faith all American stuff. Mm-hmm. Over because she has that But huge... then like a big like criminal law, like book. You have too. to. Yeah. 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 I'm a lawyer. Some volumes. Tones. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, who okay. are you in the book? I mean, obviously, I'm Chad. I mean, I don't remember her ever talking about Chad before the acknowledgments. <laughs> I remember her talking <laughs> about Chad, but like you are clearly more, I feel like you related. So you're kind of tagging on right, to more right. Chad stuff. Like her being like, and then I saw Chad, and like I met up with Chad in the West hallway on the way to the press briefing room. You guys are sort of being misandrists, and you didn't, <laughs> you didn't see Chad in the book. Well, I saw Chad. I saw a lot of Chad, and I saw a lot of me in Chad. Was Chad working in the press? Yes, he was. Room? He was her faithful assistant. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And he was always just like rushing along and like measuring the podium and getting and, the facts right. And the one that she wouldn't let work on weekends because she was so devoted to Trump that she went on every trip. Oh yeah, Trump. and they were like, "Go home, Kaylee." Yeah, he was like, "Send one of your younger your young, you know, your young bucks. Send Chad. <laughs> younger than 32." <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Okay." So I then 
ran back to my apartment and then ran back and rebooked a flight to Tampa Bay International Airport. Okay, so this is Chad. He has a huge birthmark. Oh, wow. He's pretty handsome. Um, I, Aaron, I'm Mima. <laughs> I'm Mima because may she rest in peace. <laughs> she has like red wine and pizza with Mima. Oh, okay, Saturday you're like nights. come over to Mima's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you better get us some Boston Market after church the next day. Oh yeah, Mima loves her Boston Market. <laughs> That's so you. One of my top seven favorite fast food brands that aren't New York pizza. <laughs> I think I could be um I could be a little Ryan, her annoying sister making food at mm-hmm. midnight. Yeah. And also interviewing people who've yes. stayed <laughs> overnight in 40 degree yes. weather to get into a Trump, Trump rally. rally. Yeah, I get yeah. that job and I'm like, yes. I think you would do well at that. I think so too. And I have my camcorder and I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is your big break. Could you also maybe, who, whoever was the enterprising staffer that thought to get the pumpkin donuts? <laughs> yes. No, I'm there being like, you're oh, so this is like, going to be fun. Oh, this will be flight. fun. I know we're going to love these donuts. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting these. Trump is going to love these. Well, he's like interviewing fishermen, and I'm kind of like smelling a fun market while yeah, we're in Maine, yeah. being like, I'm going to head out. Like, and... You don't regret buying pumpkin donuts. No. You never do. <laughs> Um, I guess I give this book, I don't know. When it started, I thought I was going to like it a lot more because of all of the like descriptions and like mm-hmm. the steakhouses in the Ford of 250s. But then it did just kind of drone on and like never gave you <laughs> yes. any actual juice whatsoever at all. And it was just her talking about walking up to the podium over and over again. Yeah. And it's kind of, and then again, just like the real question mark at the end where she's just like, and then the election was happening, have to go. And I was just a little bit like, you could have given us some more. Um, And also, like, didn't really give anything about her childhood either. So I'm giving this, like, two out of five burning churches. Yeah, I'm also giving this, you know, 2.3 black F... 420s 2021 just because you know i just got to give it to her for the amazing descriptions of um the ymca and the steakhouses and baby blake's costumes for halloween but yeah i think right with i was like oh this can be so funny and jessica simpson with her descriptions and then you're like Let's talk about some breakups. Let's, you know, give yes. us a little Let's more. Get personal. Yeah. yeah it was That's so, how you so run for office. Well, of... she's saving that, I guess, for when she does run for ag commissioner. Think right. about how amazing the work you're doing with Trump right now is if you didn't give me a little more struggle and breakups in the beginning. And I know that was the point of her story about the girl in her town who died. Mm-hmm. But I needed more than that. Yeah. Yeah, I would say one and a <laughs> half out of five lemon socks. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Heard. No, that makes sense. Um. Well, listen, Aaron. Thank you so much for joining us. For... And to get back into, as you said, Trump's whimsical White House. <laughs> you know, his House of Whimsy. Yeah, what a House <laughs> yeah. of Whimsy. Is there anything you want our readers, or when I say readers, I do mean listeners. Yeah. Listeners. The people that are reading the full How transcription How can they find you? Yeah, what do you have? Do you have anything you? coming up? Mm, do I have anything coming up? Are you I saw in, you had a show. Are you in an upcoming too, season of Search next. Party? Okay. You can just keep abreast of me on Instagram. At Aaron Murky. Yeah. 
With a little underscore in between the two words. The tiniest of underscores. Little, pretty little underscores. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. But absolutely thank you. Blessed week to all of our listeners. We will see you guys in the VIP lounge on Friday where Aaron Markey will be joining us. We're talking talk. couples therapy. Lesbian gossip. Bars. More Christianity. Celebrity tea. Who said what? Who wore what? Who fucked whomst? And more. Stick around. Best. New Best. wine. New wine. <laughs> New wine. <laughs> Celebrity Book Club is presented by our Lord and Savior Prologue Projects. The show is produced by Benjamin Corinthians 247 Frisch with editorial support from the winged dove of Our Lady of... Sanctimony, Leon Nafok, Andrew Parsons, who is a nun, Arlene Arevalo, um, who is a deceased nun, and Madeline Kaplan, uh, who worked at a nunnery um, as a janitor. Our production manager is Percy of Berlin. May she rest her heavenly soul deep, 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 deep in heaven at the bottom of heaven. Not hell, but the bottom of heaven. Original theme song by Stephen Phillips Horst. Uh, he is also a God-fearing Christian man. I work by Teddy Blanks at Chips New York, which is a fun church that does a good coat drive um, for summer. Mostly you see a winter coat drive, but what they do is a summer coat drive, so light jackets, which I think is super helpful. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CBC The Pod. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. So that could be anywhere from Hi Heart Radio to Stitcher. Um, maybe you have a Christian app. I like to listen on my. It's called Crosswire, and it's just all electronic uh, Christian content. Leave us a review, and do not forget to tell your friends about us via the power of prayer. Um, you may also leave us a review, and I would encourage you to subscribe to our religious-themed patreon.com slash cbcthepod, where you get access to the VIP lounge, um, which is a super fun space where we get even more Christian than we are on the regular pod. Um, so it's just mostly quotes um, and lessons. Um, hope you're well. Best. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.